wait is over. Over. Tell everyone you know. This is the key to your weekend. You're listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast live from Australia. A new perspective on professional sports with your hosts, Cal, Axel, and Cotto. Click, listen, and enjoy. Welcome, this is Three Grains of Mike. I'm Graham Cotton. I'm here with Graham Kelly and Graham Foley. G'day, gentlemen. Hi, boys. Afternoon. Afternoon. It's a bit warmer. It is. Early this morning, not too bad oh, now. It's supposed to cool off tomorrow, I think. Is it? Early 20s. And, yeah, it's only 26 spring. Oh, yeah. 36 this morning, though. It's warm. It's warm. With the heat and the wind. You can land our place. It's always cold. Oh, I don't know. Well, he's not there, though. No, no, it's, it's quite nice. It's right. tropical. <laughs> I'm getting around him at Jocks and Sing. <laughs> no kids there either. There he comes back, and the Ugg boots come out. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, and you get the thermals on rather than the Jocks. Is that right? Mm-hmm. You watch. Kids, I have Jamie Kay listens to a few of these podcasts. Well, apparently, your kids do. She doesn't. Tess, make sure you pass the message on yeah. about the outputs. If you go back to our early episodes, he was very, very ruthful in terms of the way he treated your mother, Tess. Do you remember those podcasts? Oh, I do. You're terrible towards her. She deserves every bit of it. <laughs> and she come to think of it, and I think I might have said it on a text, actually. Yeah. You run into to, somebody, um, didn't you? Mr. Josling on Wednesday night. Mm. Yeah. And that's enough of that. We grew up, <laughs> grew up with Kel. Any, any uh, like, can we run a Q&A session? Yeah, or wasn't, wasn't too much to Go on, give it something. One about, or can run over chasing a soccer ball. Yeah, it's probably be back that one. You know what? Tell that. Yeah, there was certainly some doomed out there. <laughs> Kel probably didn't have a desk when he was doing the HSC at home because he used to do it on the kitchen bench for his study, but didn't study very hard. But because yeah. he was yeah, so intellectual, he yeah, didn't need to. to. Exactly. Now, now he's finished. Like, yeah. See my reports. I'm not with them. Well, see my reports until they're all for his school. You still got your reports? Why were they with Kel? No, not good. Really? No. So give me some background. Well, it's not what Jose was telling me, actually. I don't believe that. My marks were, obviously, it was the comments that <laughs> could have done better. does nothing, could do better. <laughs> I actually had a year 12 teacher, my economics teacher, met another teacher in, in the social sciences department that I would just turn out to be a sporting bum. Yeah. Pop out and, yeah. yeah. Geez, that worked. I'm not wrong with that. Did you have any teachers say to you, Axel, that you could have done better or that sort of thing? I needed to apply myself. Yeah, yeah yes, most could. definitely. Yeah. 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 It's been interesting. All three of us had the same. Too easily persuaded. Females by the rat back and the females, of course. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't. Um, Schoolwork, I used to say, study scrambled my brain. <laughs> year yeah. 12, though, I had you must a, really a week off for uh, interregionals. Then um, had a week off for New South Wales Nationals, a week off for uh, um, 17 Nationals, a week off for under-20s Nationals. So new ones. Four weeks. There's a month of school gone. Yeah, plus you're in, in, short year. You're in Sydney every second weekend training for those teams mm-hmm. because one rolled into the other. Yeah. Um, well, the, the 
Breton was hidden behind here, but um, yeah. Do you have a bit of a do you have a photographic memory? So if you read stuff, it just sinks in, or because you do have a good recall. Yeah, I was I was a bit lucky like that. Well, I got to uni and I had a gap year back when they didn't have gap years, and I went got to uni, went oh shit, <laughs> I've forgotten everything. <laughs> oh shit. So I studied for the first time in my life. I studied, and I remember getting my first lot of results and went. Mm-mm. They'll work this out soon enough. These can't be my marks. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, there's HTs in there, and there's I've, I've gone. There's a mistake here somewhere. And the first year they let it take it easy on you. So I studied pretty hard for the first year and a half, and then went back, went back into that. I'm, I'm, I'm not oh, from the first year and a half. To, worked out you only needed passes and yeah. credits, and not yeah, that's right. Yeah, give the study away. Oh, it's interesting. Uni, we've all experienced it. It wasn't too much dirt from Josa. He was, he was pretty good. He was still Well, I uh, reckon did. if I had stayed a bit longer, and well, he was driving to Sydney the next morning. No, no, I had no. jammed a few beers into him. It might have been a bit different. Yeah, he want to be careful, the Jaws. He want to be careful. Actually, was out there smooth and all, all week. Kelly was telling me before you got in. Come well, thank you. Money at him. No, it wasn't smoozing. It was just a. Well, it is when they take you out for a week of late nights. Yes, very, very quiet weekend this weekend for me. <laughs> very quiet. And Sean's boys weren't in town? Not that I'm aware of. No. No, thank God. Yeah, that's, that's usually. Because, uh, Particularly cool. if you end up at the gym room. Yeah. Uh, during the week. And it's, uh, was, oh, but I don't know whether that shuts that place, to be honest. I, yeah. Did you hear? Well, we've tried to find out a couple yeah. of times. And did you hear um, recently they released it in Griffith? I don't, I don't know if it was on Dalton's group or whatever. But um, Griffith has, uh, last 12 months, spent $18 million through Pokemon Chains. That's a lot of money for this town. It's, it, so how, how do they measure that, though? Like, yeah, cool. so... I take a reading every night. If you take your 20 bucks, you poke it in, you invariably get five credit win or a two credit win. Does that now mean that you've actually spent 21 bucks in that pokey? No, I see what you're saying. Um, it'd have to be to get to those numbers, I would think. Either way, it's still a lot of money. Right, it, it, well, it is, yeah. Well, interestingly enough, so like, they squash Tuesday nights, and normally the, the club used to shut at 10. And it was bloody near 10 o'clock when I finished playing. Oh, so we'll go down and have a, have a quick beer. Having a beer, I'm going, what time does this place close? Normally they're trying to kick out. It's now 1 o'clock. Wow. But what they do is they, they've put a new bar out front where the poker machines are. So I haven't know <laughs> it was there. but well, it's all if, where that smokers area yes, is. Yep. They shift everyone into there, close the rest of the place up so you can continue to have a beer and right the, next to where all the poker the machines are till one o'clock in the morning any night of the week. Right. So they're the type of things that they're doing. That's exactly yeah. what the Gemini do. They close the rest of it up, but this the bar yeah. in where the poker machines are, it's that's open till bloody you know, four or five in the morning, probably. Yeah. Shut them up and open up again. I was in the Griffith on Tuesday night. I went out for dinner on Tuesday night. There's people everywhere. It was just mm. like the whole street is full. Cool. I am. Um, I must admit, I'd prefer the. The ladies do that from the gym because at least 
the, it's going back to the community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas something with gems well, is just going in someone's back pocket. And I assume the exes is the same deal. I, I don't know what the sporties do that because there's a few bloody machines there, but they close the place up in machinery. But the, the main bar at the exes, where obviously they're going to fill that whole maroon room with. Look at mm. what? Yeah, they got rid of that. Because that's where all the functions are well, going down to the bag town now. Um, that whole rural room, apart from one room, which is a smaller room at the front. So oh, we yeah. had all the functions. So you've got that, that three sort of rooms that can open up into one big one for school functions or weddings or whatever it is. So I believe all those poke machines, they're, they're going to fill the majority of that rural room with poker machines. <laughs> it's a big room. Wow. Because there's a lot in there already, to be honest. Like a casino. So where do they, they get the extra people from to service it? We don't need too many. It's not like people are lined up at the moment going, oh, can I have a turn on the pokey? So the population's growing, I suppose. They're just uh, getting ahead of the curve. You you wouldn't say the words like a laundry or anything, would you? Griffith? No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's... Uh, Oh, it's a sporting void, isn't it, at the moment? Mm. You've got you've got the horses going, but there's nothing else. We get used to fill the void, but it's not here at the moment. So no, it's, it's, yeah. And Afghanistan and Netherlands are winning, so that's what <laughs> yeah. it makes a mock. What about that, though? Um, England got beaten by, who did they get beaten by? Um, uh, they were Afghanistan. Afghanistan. That's yeah. a crazy win, wasn't it? That was great. Yeah, great but crazy. <laughs> and I think it's those... Countries now playing, at least they're playing T20 cricket, playing a lot more of it, so they're getting more of the skills. A little bit more test transfer in yeah. the over game. The, the, the Afghanis, have, they've got, oh, I forget the guy's name. He, he, Rashid Khan. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. He's very Play, good. Yeah. They can't pick, no, normally can't pick him in the... In the that's that's the Netherlands. They've got bloody Uber drivers, <laughs> space cookie makers. You've got no one. How many uh, um, national... Dutchmen that are actually playing in that team, or are they from a either England or India? Or There's an ex Aussie there. Okay. A couple of them, I don't reckon I've ever played on turf wicket before. He's the take out the tennis ball and get it swinging. Mm. It is good, though. Good for cricket to get those. Yeah, yeah those. It's back in the Olympics. I, I was looking at yeah, the other night and I was going to Indies didn't make it. It shows how bad. No, Netherlands. Indies cricket's going. It took it's their Netherlands spot. and Afghanistan and these countries. Mm. You know, if you like. I, do, I watched a bit of that um, qualifying tournament. It was over in Africa somewhere. I can't remember exactly where it was, but it was good watching Nepal versus Zimbabwe. And What time? Yeah. came on about 4 a.m., was it? Right. No, it wasn't too bad. Just before his bedtime. That's what I was getting there. Yeah, so Zimbabwe, they always used to be. Oh, yeah. Another yeah. 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 economy. Yeah. Yeah, right. Struggle a lot with it. Yeah. Wow. So who are we on in the Caulfield Cup? We're about to run very soon, Kel. Who did you say we're on? Um, Solcom. Sol- Sol- come back to it. I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah Solcom. Yes. Well, while we're talking about cricket, the uh, ICC ODI World Cup is running in India right now, and Australia played Pakistan overnight. They got uh, Warner finally got a score. Warner and Marsh played Pakistan. Yeah, they had uh, Warner had 163 off 124 balls. Marsh 121 off 108. 
So that's a good start for your team. Isn't Warner it? was that. He was dominant. Like he got dropped early. Jeezy was dominant. He was the dominant partner in that. Tell you what, both hit a hundred. Yeah, like virtually hit the hundred within a few balls of one another. Yeah, it did. But yeah, Warner yeah, was exactly. yeah, he went on with it. Did he? Yeah. Warner was good. I didn't say he that. Just fell assistant. He just played well. When the quicks come back on, Nice wasn't so dominant against the spinners, but just hits the ball hard. Yeah, you don't even, yeah. yeah. They were pushing for four hundred, well, more than four hundred. One stage they got three sixty-seven, which is a pretty good start. It was a smaller field from memory, wasn't it? That oh, was it's a fair size field. Sixty meters was getting near to the boundary. Yeah, line. true. Field, oh, yeah, yeah. So then Pakistan, uh, who actually threw Australia in to bat too, by the way, mm-hmm. there you go, Sulcum. Um two fifty nine for the first wicket broke. It was Shane Watson yeah. and oh yeah. I forget who else's record of 191 or thereabouts. Gilchrist, against, maybe? Against Netherlands. No, it wasn't, wasn't Gilchrist. Um, mm-hmm. So it was Shane Watson. Mm-hmm. What I've been looking at. Yeah, in one day. Anyway, it was. Maybe yeah. Hayden, maybe? But maybe. The rest of them sort of didn't really fire at all. Well, they Smith they went put early. Maxwell up the order. Maxwell and went first ball early. Skyed one. Yep. Uh, Freddie had five wickets in that game as well, which um, unusual when he gets 367 coming and take five wickets. Yeah, they come in a rush at the end, obviously, yeah. though. Yeah. Abdullah, he had 64. Al-Haq had 70. Rizwan, or Rizwan, sorry, had 46. But uh, the changing of the game, I reckon, is when Stoinis come on, when they, were, they hadn't lost a wicket, I think. They were going a bit slower. But he gets bang, bang, picks two wickets up in quick succession and then... Really He's done that a lot. Wickets, wickets mean everything. Mm. Adam Zamba took four for. He had four for, or 53 off 10 overs. And the other one that I thought was really good was Hazelwood. He only took one wicket, but he had, only took 30, uh, went for 37 off 10 overs. Yeah, he's, he's different to a Stark. Sometimes you look at Stark figures and you go, oh, my God. <laughs> he, he picked up a couple of late ones at the end, I think, yeah. but, geez, he wasn't. <laughs> he was getting carded early, and that's Unfortunately, what you get with Stark. So the top six right now is New Zealand. Uh, they're four and zero. India are four and zero. South Africa two and one. New Zealand, India tonight. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's Australia. Um, uh, bombs. Uh, Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, Monday. England play South Australia tomorrow. That's Australia. All right. Oh, tonight be overnight. Yeah. 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 Uh, Australia play uh, Netherlands on Wednesday. And then New Zealand the following Saturday. So that, that game there would be a big game for us. Uh, and then India play England on the next Sunday. New Zealand play South Africa on the 1st of November. New Zealand play Pakistan on the 4th of November. And India versus South Africa on the 5th. So those games are the crucial games. Australia get the lesser, like none of the top six really, in that, other than New Zealand. So we have a bit of a chance, I think. I think maybe these other teams have been dominating those teams. The Afghan Afghan over England and Netherlands over South Africa yeah. helps enormously. Yeah. Mind you, our run rate's still not fantastic. Still negative. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're, yeah, it's a, a long tournament. Uh, you got to mm. play your way. And they, that, they should be right, to be honest. You've just got to make that fi- uh, final four. Yeah, they normally, normally play pretty good against New Zealand, so you, you probably back them against New Zealand, I'd reckon. Um, if Head comes back in, I assume he's going to come back in. He'll open the batting. Assuming March go back to three, would that be right? No, See, we'll head has head been opening the innings, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah, hard, hard to drop either of those two. Yeah, he's batting at six. So Labashane probably come out of the side, I would yeah. think. My G Smith needs to start 
Yeah, and he's not normally in the ODI team. They drop him a lot. So he, yeah, he's a lot of shame. Would be the guy. Yeah. He'd be the guy. Um, but Marsh hasn't been bowling, correct? He's just been no. playing purely yeah, the batsman. So they've got plenty of options here with the ball too. Yeah. And the other one's green. He's not playing either. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So another. Yeah, he'll come back in and he'll get license to hit. You look at a few of the World Cups we've won. We've been absolute. Terrible leading yeah. up to them. Yeah, so, times, yeah. yeah, it's it's not. Momentum yeah, builder. Yeah. yeah. straps at the right time. I'll give you some stats where they're at right now in the, what, you might be interested in this, Kel. Rizwan is averaging 98. Runs a, a game at the moment. Off not, um, oh, a game. Or yeah. or is he averaging 98? Because if you get not outs, you get. Yeah, it increases. Well, he's averaging four, 98. 420 not outs and then a 10 out, you're averaging 90. Well, let's just say he's averaging 98. Because I don't know. Okay. <laughs> at 96. Probably changes. At 96. difference between averaging 98 and 98 a game. 96 strike rate as well. So he's getting them done pretty quick, which is a good, good, um, when you look at Australia, going about 46. So the, yeah, the 50 runs better off if you look at it that way. Um, Sharma, he's at. He's averaging 66 at 137, though. Yeah, India. Virat scored his 48th ODI. One behind the record. He's averaging 83. Averaging 83 at 104. I heard a sports psychologist say that Virat's focus before this World Cup, he just hit. He's going to. I think he also became the highest scorer in ODI, didn't he? Uh, Could have been. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Somehow. Who was it? Was Tendulkar? Well, Tendulkar's got the record with hundreds. Conway for New Zealand. I don't know this guy, Conway. I haven't actually seen him play, but um, he's averaging Conway. He's averaging 129. Again, yeah, there's a few not outs. There's a lot of guys in that New Zealand side. I look through it and I go, there's a few new ones in here that I had never heard of. Like you're expecting the Kate Williamson's and these guys. Williamson's out injured. Yeah. Conway's been around for a while. Yeah. But Indian guy, Indian Heritage, playing for New Zealand. Yes. Scored 100, I think. Debuts. Yeah. Your cousin, Axel, he's averaging 76 at 108. Dick Bock. I'll tell you who was an important wicket last night, and I reckon Pakistan's best player is that Barbara's arm. Oh, he gets going. He's, he's, he's unbelievable. Yeah. And then Warner's averaging 57 at 109. So he must have been struggling before last night's game. Is he the, he's the top average, is he? For Australia. There you go. Okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, in the Rugby World Cup, uh, Eddie Jones apparently has recommitted and denies the Japanese links again. Again? I thought he came out and confirmed that he was uh, interviewed. Are you allowed out of the lunatics asylum? <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. He's, he's, he's bonkers. Yeah. I, I reckon he needs to give it away. Well, they should get rid of him. Um, yeah, he's dead. Probably got an opportunity. Little, little unhinged. Maybe Japanese knocked him back. Jacker just took Argentina to the semifinals. Yeah. I don't know why they haven't got someone like yeah, Steve Larkham's been in the logistic cage for ages. What about the guy coaching Argentina? That's what I just said. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's That's right. what I was... Don't worry about it. Sorry, I was going to say what I was about to say next. Come, why would he come back to Australia? Look at the look at the basket case Australian rugby team. Why would he move from Argentina back? Last time he was in Australia, he was an assistant coach at the Roosters. 
Yeah, he was. Mm. He probably will be again. Carabini's um, going to retire. So, Enrique yeah, Carabini, who played for Melbourne Storm, is probably their best player. <laughs> oh, Tigers yeah. first too, wasn't it? Then we went to Melbourne, I think. Sure. Um, and then well, the semi-finals are coming up. You've got uh, Argentina um, competing last night by New Zealand, yep. and then uh, England must play South Africa tonight. Do they? Yep. yep. So we'll see how that goes. South Africa and New Zealand would be a good good final. So we had the. Uh, Wait, sorry, just where is the World Cup final? Is that at uh, Wembley? Wembley State de France. It's in France. Oh, it's in France. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So AFL news, boys. We had a, a few uh, drugs issues come out. A few. <laughs> so Joel Smith from Melbourne been accused of taking cocaine or been, actually been found taking it. Well, the initial test is I'm pretty sure he's been tested, tested positive. So it was a match day test. Yeah, right. So, mm. wow. So we're on Sulcum on the uh, Caulfield Cups, just uh, yep. this 2,400. So it's just, she's a long road. It's pretty well spread out, but um, we'll come back to it in three minutes. Then, <laughs> then your new uh, signing, Carlton, um, has been, has he been suspended straight off the bat? No, no, it's, just, no it's just been well, found guilty. Visit the magistrate. Oh, yeah. He'll he'll be able to fill in. He'll be filling fit in really nicely at Carlton. Yeah, he'll be able to go up and down Ligon Street. I think he's all right to continue to sign him. him when he knows when they knew he. Yeah, you that good. His brothers, Eddie's brothers, there. His brothers, yeah, good. Yeah, good. First year, he was very good. Mm. So. Elijah was a high draft pick. Not that that necessarily means anything, but. Given his brother can play. Yeah. yeah, he went from the Gold Coast High Life to uh, Carlton, right? Yeah, he's a uh, Wodonga boy, actually. Yes. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's what it's on. I guy I work with, um, Nathan Irvin. Do you go, do you know him? Uh, Swagger, I think. Swagger, he, he played play. play. play brother Swagger, I think. Did he? Yeah. So he's tall ish, maybe 6'2. Yep. Um, just on the Joel Smith thing. Mm-hmm. So. I think I could be, could be corrected, but I'm pretty sure of five. I'm you saying Bolt lost a gold medal over a positive drugs test in a relay, one of the team members? Mm. Here's our horse coming through, sorry, guys, in that it's got the, around the bend, the final. Uh, it's caught in the, and it's got the, the white hat with the black stripe down the middle here. It's coming to the outside now, though. No, no way. Oh, no, he's coming. It's it seems a bit heavy, but it's not. Good, Lucid. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, it's close up front. Yeah. Oh, good win to the two. Well, we looked at that, Kel, didn't we? Yeah, we did. It's probably second favourite or close to second. That was um, without a fight. Good win. Yeah, so Joel Smith, mm. Usain Bolt, so they disqualified the Jamaican relay team post the event as a result of a positive drugs test. Yeah. So the, the medal taken back and um, handed to the rightful winners, not unlike um, in Johnson. Johnson. Yep. So Melbourne beat Hawthorne that day. Joel Smith had a good game, kicks a couple of goals. doesn't matter. He's playing. They scrape into the finals on the back of that win. They didn't, but say they did. Mm-hmm. They go on yeah. to win the premiership. 
should they lose <laughs> the points for that game, which then disqualifies them from... When did they find out? Just in the last few weeks? Oh, they just oh, broke when the out, media found out. out. Mm. You wouldn't want that stuff coming up during grand final week. I think all you could do is find the club, find the player, find the club. Yeah. I, I don't know how you go back and do it retrospectively. Well, that's that's what they did with the relay team. In a different sport. Depends what the policy says. I think you open yourself up for the club. Let's say the club that missed out on the finals. Mm-hmm. Sue, the, sue the AFL for loss of income from finals, crowds, all in sundry. Yeah, yeah I... I, I reckon there's a reason that they wouldn't do it. Yeah, there's a precedent. Too many reasons. In, in West Ham, when um, oh, he went to me and you, um, I took him player, really good player. Um, he's going to play for West Ham. We bought um, him. Uh, How long ago? Oh, 10, 15 years. Um, uh, Anyway, um, bought him and another guy who ended up at Liverpool. Um, and they'd, the manager they were dealing with was found to have broken the rules and then West Ham were complicit in breaking the rules. I think it was Sheffield United tried to sue them because um, Carlos Alvarez stuck in my head. Yeah, same. <laughs> um and he scored the goal against Manchester United to keep West Ham up. Sheffield United went down. Sheffield United sued them. And basically what you said was the result. And they said, no, nah, West Ham got the shit fined out of them. But results there. Yep. So I, don't, I, I agree with you. I don't know how else you could do it. I don't know how you could do it. Not going to happen. So, so have Melbourne got a problem then? Yeah, potentially. So, well, that's, so that's, Joel Smith. You've got Clayton Oliver with very, very irregular behaviour this year. Well, what was the bust up they had last year? Who was that against? That oh, was yeah. uh, Stephen May hey, and yeah, um, uh, the, the big guy that out, was out injured for the major semi. Yeah. Um, major semi. He's a forward. Yep. Ben Brown. No, 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 no. no, 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 no he's not playing now. No, I mean this year. Yeah. Um, this year. I didn't play this. Melcham. Like Melcham. Oh, Melcham. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, and that's, I mean, that went finally for this year, let's be honest. I lost against Collingwood Carlton by less than a kick in both of those games. So they were, they were there or thereabouts. They, but they've got the talent. Yeah. There's no there's no reason they should be winning. They've got the best ruckman in the league, I believe. No two ways about that. And their midfield. Yeah, I was going to say, bloody good. Cracker, Oliver, um, Liney, um, Howe Ford. They miss Malcolm. You've got miss May and Lever down back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. They should be winning right now. But then you've got a coach that rather complains about Finn McGuinness tagging Oliver after a game. Like that's, I reckon there's yeah. something not quite right at. Because the the one they did win was a COVID one. Was it the Rams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richmond, Richmond definitely won a COVID one. The Clayton Oliver thing is the watch. 
So there was talk they were going to trade him at one stage. So he's moved in with Maxi. Yeah, he had moved in with his captain and he, Max Corn's wife, um, allegedly to you know help him through some tough times, whatever they might look like. But to, you know, seeing his behaviour could be anything from alcoholism to drugs to nothing at all. But there's a whole heap of stuff there. Would you say his be- his behaviour is worse than Kinnaman's? You'd probably say yes, wouldn't you? Oh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you have more tolerant level because he's a much greater player. Well, yeah. <laughs> well one's 26 and one's 20. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so do you actually have more tolerance for the 20-year-old? Yes. And he didn't want to He didn't want to leave at the end, did he? He openly said that he didn't want to leave. leave. You know, he's also a massive Hawks fan. Mm. Yeah, but he shouldn't be a big fan, but what's that's got nothing to do with it? He wouldn't have got as much time, but I reckon. And that's and maybe not with um, Lockie Schultz coming. That was the – his manager said – he was reading the room. And we've got other players that aren't like young players too, like Ash Johnson who didn't get a game for the last 10 games. Just saying, like there's some other young kids that are going to be good players as well. Um, but Taylor Adams? Ray and others. You know, they've still got heaps of players coming through. Yeah, but Taylor Adams? Yeah, I think Would that's Would you a, have preferred to have kept him? Well, I, I think um, that was pretty good for him. early 30, 31. They're probably looking at him. Did he play that many games? Not really. The last two years? Yeah. So no, he's, I, to be honest, I thought he was probably in your best 22, Taylor Adams. Yeah. Just he, hard. Yeah. Like, he's out injured. Well, and he, 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 he plays the, the grand best. final if he's not injured. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 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 Um, the other interesting thing is if they move in Nick Dacos in there full time, that might change things as well. I think he will. I think he'll transition into the, into the middle much more. No. Yeah. You might get dirty there. <laughs> That's where he's going. You can see It'll be him to going, Penelbury, still side bottom on the wing with who's the other one on the other side? And you got McCreary in there. Somewhere. You want to hope you don't get a muddy day because the wheelchairs. We won it when they were 48 now. So. so how did how did Collingwood rate in the trade period? Well, yeah, I'll, go through, I'll just quickly go, go through, through the table. So Adelaide went, they got, they got rated B. This is out of the paper. Adelaide got rated B. Um, Why a B? I don't even know if they didn't do a whole lot, did they, Adelaide? Lost duty. Lost duty, yeah. Well, I'll keep going while you look it up. And so you got Brisbane, uh, got a B plus. Uh, they picked up uh, Brandon Duty, Brandon Ryan from the Hawks. Ryan, yeah. Lost Jack Gunston. Yeah, but that, I don't think that's too worried by that. But sounds like he wasn't in, that, in their top 22 anyway. Um, Carlton got a B and they picked up, uh, who did they pick up? Like Holland. Holland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Zach Fisher and Paddy Dow left. Yeah. So they've, I look at what they were doing and they were next year's draft, I think. Yeah. A few father sons coming in, so they had to get some, some future stock. picks. Yep. Uh, Pies got a B, plus, and they picked up um, Lockie Schultz, we just mentioned. Um, and yes, we lost Adams. We lost um, Kinnaman. Kinnaman, pretty much. And the, the draft picks, we pretty much went swap for swap. I think we actually went up one. With when we traded, given uh, yeah, so we went to yeah, I think we got thirty three now or something. Yeah, no, I think you went from thirty nine to thirty three. Yep, yep. Essendon got a uh, rated A, so they Essendon A, so they got Jade Gresham, Gold, Goldstein, Seen, sorry, Ben McKay and Dursma. So, I mean, it's probably an upgrade for them. That's probably why they're looking at it and feel to lost. Um, Zach. Yep, and who else did they lose? 
DM Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. So, but when I mean, Goldstein at 30, whatever. Yeah. He's um, 35 minutes. You, do you bring him in? Is it just a one-year contract? I'm assuming yeah, it's it is. So why, why are you bringing are you, him in then? You're thinking you're going to make finals. You can. You have to. Otherwise, yeah, why if, the if, hell if, do you bring him in? Well, if you're not mid-season, they weren't far off. Mid-season, they were at fourth or fifth place. Yeah, plenty of March premiers. Yeah. Yeah. I think they got the midfield the drives, I agree. That's I and, and Ben McKay. Ben McKay. It like McKay. Seven years, seventy games for North. I know he was the only backman, but I don't know that he's shown. He's a better team. Fantastic. He might be a better player in a better team, though. I just yeah, yeah, he hasn't shown that yet, though. He so, had the highest like stats wise. He's had. I was just having a look at on TV the other day, and he had like the best like, in tip marks for the league. He was like an elite level for a number of categories. Even in, in a bad team, how many games did he play? Not sure. So he's average, and, but yeah, and you're in the North Melbourne back line. If you can't get a kick there, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know where Essendon's at, to be honest. I would have thought for them, they should have been the draft and just getting some good kids in there. And see, um, they might still have a third list manager. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> oh, Dodoro. Yeah. Dodoro has resigned. His last one was his last. Yeah. Yes, it's 20, 20 years and they haven't played a finals. At least. They least. haven't won a finals Probably. game, sorry. How the hell have they kept him for yeah, 20 years? Exactly. Uh, Frio rated, uh, they got a C, so they, they lost a lot of players and have done for a number of years now, haven't they? They started <laughs> drafting in and they turned them over. Schultz. Yep. They lost uh, uh, Henry Lee. Lee Henry. Yeah. He went to East Saints. Yes. Saints. With Paddy Dow. Uh, so I actually reckon the Saints have all right. Why do they need to? Geelong got a D. They didn't draft anybody and they lost Radagalea. But I was going to say. But in an ageing team, though. Yeah, but Radagalea was struggling to get a game there. Yeah. So how, how do you get a, a B, like a fail? What did they get? Doing they, nothing. They got nothing for him. Correct. No, they. What did they get? Well, they might get a pick or tomorrow around a 40 or something. They got pick eight, the Cats have. Yeah, um, but that's a natural selection. Oh, 76 and 94 from the power. For Regulaire. They did bend over in so there. So the long haggle over here, Sava Regulaire was finalised on Wednesday afternoon with Geelong thrashing out a deal with Port Adelaide involved picks 76 and 94 from the power that might not be used, but sweetened a deal that had started with pick number 25 of its own. So they kept pick 25. Um, so you'd say got him for nothing. Yeah, really. Cats didn't want him, obviously. Cats didn't want him. And he wanted to go. This is yeah. the second year around. He wanted to go. Suns rated A. They didn't really kick up any players, but they've got a whole heap of those points because yeah. 27 yeah. academy players come up. In draft exception. Walter will go number two, I reckon. Um, and then there's another couple. They'll have to spear a few bloody players. You've <laughs> got 10 coming in. Yeah, absolutely. I reckon that's why Hardwick headed up there. Oh, yeah. definitely, yeah. Dogs rated A also. Dogs? Yeah, I've got their picks in front of me. You guys might have to have a look on there. The dogs. GWS, C, plus Hawks and A. So they picked up Kel. You can get through them. Hawks and A, they lost um, Joel, Ryan, and Kaczynski. Kaczynski. Mm -hmm. 
They picked up. I like Kaczynski, actually. Innovan, Tom, Cole, or Jackie Gunston home, and Ambrosio. Ambrosio, who's, yeah, I think he might have been a mid season pickup. That said, John Newcomb was a mid season pickup, so. Mm. But apart from Gunston, no one who's really. Guaranteed a lot. Cole's shown the potential, but. There's questions over his work rate. The fact that Hardwick really doesn't like him, which says something amazing yeah. in itself. Yeah. These um, uh, Melbourne going B, rated B. Just before we move off Hawthorne, let's talk about. So Gunston's throwing out there that I want to come back to Hawthorne. And then Hawthorne sort of come back and said, well, I don't know whether we really want you. Yeah. And then they end up taking him in the end anyway. So that was just. What, what was the byplay there, Kel? Yeah, I don't just know. the media talking that up? Like yeah. It didn't. Possibly the media talking up. Possibly Hawthorne saying, don't leave if you want to come back. Um, I don't know. It, I think presumably Gunston coming out and saying it, he had something organised already. He's not going to. Surely yeah. you do that before you just throw it at the county yeah. club and say, well, I want out. I th- and I think what Hawthorne actually said was, We've got other things to concentrate on first. I so don't think they want to give too much weight to lines. That's what it yeah, is about. Yeah. And now I'm playing it. Yeah. They, they want to get Chold, um, um, the Ambrosio, and all oh, last minute was Ginevan. Ginevan, yeah. Well, Jack Gunston was only last minute. So yeah. Gunston. We talked about it earlier. So he'd gone up there to win a fag. Flag, flag. A fag. Yeah, I don't know. But on the Gold Coast, and they made the grand final. They're probably going to bloody make a grand final next year, to be honest. So they they're up there. Um, his so his, his whole move up there has been a bloody failure. Yeah, surely. but remember, his his father passed away late last year, yeah. and so everyone said, "No, nah, there's no way Gary's going anywhere." And lo and behold, he picks up and goes to Brisbane. So whether there was actually it's, I want to get away from everything. Yeah, the noise and all that. Um, part of the, I, I think there was more to his decision last year because when Mitchell came out early this year and said the one we didn't want to lose was Gunston, it it sort of he, he said, "I'm a ex teammate. I understand what was going on. Like there was more to it than mm-hmm. just a premiership." I, I think it'd be fair to say if you looked at Collingwood who didn't lose, not like they kept Seal side bottom, they kept. Pendlebury, you know, these aging players, Mitchell, they brought in. These are aging players, but they and uh, uh, Jordan Howe. They keep the guys around, and that shows like it gives the younger guys something to to bounce off. He doesn't so talk value. about them being given first pick every year with Darcy Wall, <laughs> Nick Dacos, every father son. We, under we the, haven't had a number one pick for ages. The number one pick, your father son. So yeah, it's a different thing altogether. Because we breed well. Um, That's Hawthorne, man. Yeah. We had the greatest team in the 80s. And yeah, any father sons come through? We've got, we've got Will McCabe next year and maybe Cal Shadir, or well, in this draft, Cal Shadir. Um, we haven't had a father son come on like and, and actually make it. Yeah. That I can think of anyway. So the other big ones are Tim McGuinness is um, father son. He's the swan that I mentioned earlier. So they get Grundy from Melbourne and they get Adam um Adams from Collingwood. 
to add to what they've already got. If they what? get a good ruckman, they're going to be a pretty good team, I reckon. Good ruckman. What, what's Grundy? Didn't they? Yeah, he's a uh, ruckman now. Yeah. What did that? They would have been A, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Day, yeah. No, they did. They got what they wanted. Yeah, they got bloody ruckman. That's what they needed. And look, he, he rates well there. So if he doesn't have to fight for time, he, he might be back to something. If he best. plays well, if he has a bloody good year and Adams has a good year, Swans are right up there. There's no yeah. ways about it. No, I can. Plays up got some good midfielders. Sorry? He plays up front and down the front. Let's retire. Buddy missed a fair bit of last year. Yeah, but they didn't win either. My daughter actually was in tears after meeting Buddy the other day. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Bloody phone password, still Buddy. Left Hawthorne in 2013. So the draft will be conducted on November 23rd. You got West Coast number one, North Melbourne got two and three, Hawks four, Western Bulldogs five, Melbourne six. West Coast keep number one. Or trade it for two and something else with North Melbourne, is that what you're saying? No. Four and four and Hawthorne's first future first, which could be four again. Or it could be three or two. I think those Western Australian clubs and we're probably seeing it more with Frio at the moment. Oh well. They really struggle. Oh, that's a good shot. Mm. Um, they struggle with keeping players, Victorian-based players. Mm. So if you, I would say yes, they would if there was something two or three bloody really good Western Australian. Yes, you've got Daniel Curtin, and the issue they've got with Curtin is that he could come in. Frio? No, no, he could go online. So if they either take him at one, or which is probably not one, or it's Harley Reid and Jeb Walter in front of him, but he'd be top five, six. Of, so, so if, if, if you get, split it, how far can you afford to drop if you really want Daniel Curtin? Why North Melbourne are well positioned? Because they're saying we'll take Curtin. Give us one. two top tens and a future first rounder and we'll give you the one. Something like that. If you knew you had... These guys come in and you go, well, I can get three pretty good players. This guy could be a generational player. But, but three, we're prepared to get um, we're prepared to move that pick on and get three potential Western Australian based players that aren't going to be looking to bloody go to Melbourne. Yeah. They want to be here. Um yeah, I think it's probably worth it because I mean you Chris Judds and um plenty of Victorian-based players that have gone over there and said, I got them sick. Oh, yeah. I've back for years. Yeah. The one that I sort of stuck out for me in the drafts is that you got Melbourne got six and 11, big six and 11. That's pretty high for a team that nearly made the grand final. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, their future rounders have graded. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but still they're in a good position to keep growing. Yep. Um, GWS got seven, Cats eight, and what did you say it was earlier? 25. So they're, they're not too bad either. Good young picks. We'll see how that plays out later on. Pies have got 19. Where's Carl? 25 or something. 25. We've got 22. Yeah, but they've got pick one from Goulburn. <laughs> what? From Goulburn? Yeah, man. Pick two from um, Humbarumba. Or there. Are you talking about? Uh, Goulburn maximum security. <laughs> I'll pick up Elijah Hollands from there. <laughs> I get it. 
We're still uh, compromised. All the you we're still compromised. You're comp- compromising yourselves. That's what you do. Oh, Jack's six foot under, and we're still bloody mm-hmm. copping it. In uh, English football, Spurs still on top. They uh, six wins, two draws, no losses. Liverpool fourth, Ben City third, Arsenal second. And what are you guys? You're West Ham one, two, three, four, seven, seventh. Yep. They're not going too bad. Chelsea about 11th. A bit of a slide. Chelsea 11th. Oh. Man United 10th. Uh, Formula One's running right now. Uh, oh, well, we'll run tonight, I think it is over in Texas or tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Yeah, that's good actually. You can get up. Well, no good for Kel because he's gone up early. But if you're up at seven uh, o'clock, you'll see the sprints tomorrow. And then Monday morning, you'll see the main run. I'll go, yeah, pack uh, up the, um, the orange citrus structure thing over it. Main drag. I'll be thinking of you. You want to come and help? You can come. For- no, no, I'll, 7:30, be, so. I'll be watching the Formula One. Uh, anyway, Leclerc's uh, got pole position after Verstappen um, got his large lap disqualified. Norris from McLaren is second, and the Aussies, Piastri, is 10th, and Ricardo is back, and he's number 15 on the grid. And uh, the other thing was Alonso, was manager, was talking with um, uh, Horner during the week. So is he going to Red Bull? Perhaps. Alonso? Mm-hmm. Who wants Alonso? She's been around well, forever, forty-two yeah. or whatever. I reckon the uh, manager is one of the best in the world. Well, Aston Martin um, took him on because he gets a pension to supplement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I see zero reason why Red Bull would take on Alonso. Oh, he's knowledge, mate. Probably. Yeah, but what oh, is the main race, driver? You bring a young, say, young driver. Most racing, I'm talking about. They've, they've got a, a bit of knowledge already. At Red Bull, they're doing all right. We'll just see. We'll see what happens. Anyway, uh, Ricardo signed with uh, Toro Rosso, I think, uh, last week as well. So he's racing for him definitely for a whole year next year, along with the Japanese driver. They were talking him up to Red Bull if Perez, well, So if Perez, Perez gets the arse, if he gets the arse, then he step up, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same. Is it not? It's two different teams, but the, it's the, the same the organisation. The same yeah. with the organisation as a yeah. Yeah. At least he signed on. So now that if that does arise, he's a real chance of stepping up. Uh, MotoGP, uh, Philip Island. Uh, Netherlands are in this. What, five for 73? Yeah, Sri Lanka will struggle to get that. <laughs> <laughs> in the MotoGP over in Philip Island and Victoria. We've got. Uh, You're running now. Yeah, they're racing today because uh, it was a bit blowy. So they'll worry blowy. about the weather blowy tomorrow. And wet. Too wet and too windy tomorrow. So they moved it forward the, a day. The sprint's on tomorrow if the conditions. Maybe in the morning. <laughs> Mm, penguin weather. Mm. Rugby league, you got New Zealand versus Samoa tonight. Um, and Jerome Blue Eyes uh, going to test the market in November and see whether or not there's somebody out there that wants to pay more than 800000 that Penrith are offering him. So it'll be interesting to watch that space. And I want you reckon he'll go next to Sam Walker. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Oh, dear. Does he want a, another job in the media as well or what? Like everyone else that goes to, to the roosters, don't know that with one fly. What about how soft the roosters are? You see, Boyd Corden got knocked out of SAS real quick. Oh yeah, did a peck. <laughs> hey, uh, Brett Morris has got the gig as our reserve grade coach. Yeah, that's great. Another Salem Bulldogs player. Um, he was a dragon originally. <laughs> so Sua Bayalogo, you got to check out this guy. He's going to be a superstar in rugby league. He's another. He looks very similar to Reese Walsh and faster. 
he's in Melbourne team and say he's not he's not going to start. I would thought so. There's talk that they might send him to another club for a year to develop. We'll take him with the Bulldogs. Who's he playing for? Melbourne Storm. Yeah, okay. So he's got Pappenhausen who if he ever returns. Not, and you've got not likely to be any knocking off hitmen while he's moonlighting or anything, is he? Like the West Tigers player. Mm-hmm. So Masui Suvai or something along them lines. A nine-year-old, um, yeah, he got convicted for murder. No charged. 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 21-year-old brother. Yeah. Hamon got yes, convicted. So. Moan and, and and his dad, I think, and yeah, his father, yeah. threatening a bloke with a hammer, salt, salt convictions. Yeah, he well, was him. a tradesman at their place, and apparently that had a blue with him about something. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Oh, yeah. His first grade footballer, he's the first grade five eight for um St George was was, was. Yeah, right. they've, they've sacked him now. So have they sacked him? Mm. Wow, straight away. Yep, really. Yeah, yep. So he goes on the open market. I've <laughs> Jimmy. I wonder. You tell me about this court case. I wonder how long, how long he's um, like the potential because it all hinges on the potential uh, jail time as to whether it gets stood down or. Yeah, he denied that it was him, even though they had a picture of his face on a on video and wearing the same clothes that he was arrested in and all this sort of stuff. So, um, anyway, um, Des has that. What can you tell me, Carl? That he broke. Only, only getting $680,000 a year, mainly. I reckon that has him as one of the lowest paid coaches. And he'd be getting more at the Gold Coast Titans. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So he's uh, challenging mainly over what he believes is a set of circumstances that led to him missing out on a year's extension. Well, it supposedly had a trigger. If they made finals, he got an extra year on his contract at yeah. seven fifty eight. At one point, though, it looked like they are going to make it. And you were following. Yes, up. and then... They made them wear the pride jumper and half the team pulled out and they only just lost that weekend to the Chooks. And then don't think they won another game. That's the, correct. The, the yeah. club fell apart. Yeah. Tesla was saying well, they, they denied him the opportunity to get to that trigger. He signed with Gold Coast, correct? For next year. Yep. So he's going manly. Philosophy come. Yep. He signed a contract over here with. No, he didn't. Another. He didn't coach this year. Oh, so it was, yeah, it was lots of income this year. Last year. Okay. So at the end of last yeah, year, yeah, this been. year. It takes so long to get through court. The interesting though, if it, if it, let's say it was last year and he's trying to go for yeah, because contract he extension and he and he's, let's say he, he coached Gold Coast this year. And paid more than. Could be no loss of income. Manly come back and say, well, hang on. Well, yeah. he, yeah, you're right, but you've got another job here in the yeah, same so industry. Yeah, we'll, so we'll make up the difference, maybe. But yeah, okay. So he's going for twelve months' salary plus a bit. Wonder how much extra he gets paid at the Gold Coast versus what he's on at Manly. Maybe at least eight hundred. Yeah, so more. Someone at Manly wanted him out though for yeah, some reason. Yeah, depends. But because they stitched him up. Remember, Repen was overseas when this whole yeah. thing blew up. And they sat him out. They made him gone. talk to the press conference rather than the CEO or anyone from the club for that matter. It was and really he, poor. He had nothing to do with the decision. Oh, I've been back there. Like it was, not that long ago, he was coaching the dog. Yeah, yeah he wasn't. That long. Why would you want Hasler out and Seabold in? Yeah, that's a good point. 
Well, there, there's obviously something that the Pens did not like about Pazler. Yeah, well, he's kooky. Like and he's, he probably is stubborn. He would be challenging them. Yeah. Was it the players? Did the players want him out? No, I think so. Oh, maybe. But he, I mean, he's, he's a bit of a winner. He's won grand finals with Manly. He got the dogs to two premiership, to two grand finals. Definitely one. I don't one remember two. One James Graham had a bit of a chomp. Yeah. Oh, yeah, two. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, dear. Mind you, he did leave their list in a bit of a mess when he. Yeah, and has done that other club. What's going on with the. He's still on league? Oh, we should go on league if not. New South Wales coach. Have they, have they ever talking to Madge? Have they signed him? I haven't heard for sure, but I think it's going to happen. Well, Tony Kemp coming out. Has he got eyes on the New Zealand job? Has he come out and said, well, if he signs with New South Wales, New Zealand should sack him straight away? What would that be? I mean, the New South Wales job is five months. So it's a five-month contract mm. in the middle of the year. The Kiwi job's at the end of the year. I think they're just trying to say if he's uh, – Coaching an Australian feeder team, that he should coach Australian teams, not New Zealand teams. Same as someone come out and said the same thing the other way. If you're coaching New South Wales, you shouldn't also then be coaching Kiwis because those players become Australian players. It's, it, I actually, I actually agree with that. To be honest, it's bloody rep football. They get together for two weeks for yeah. points. It's not like club football where you're developing. Strategic plans and working on weaknesses. That's and, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think at the end of that period, you've you've forgotten all about it. You moved on yeah. until the next period. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think Joe Biden be upset by that. <laughs> the internationals. Oh, dear, you shouldn't laugh about that right now. But anyway, uh, basketball. So uh, NBA starts this week, boys, and you've got to check out, and all the listeners got to check out this young man, Victor Wembanyama, seven foot four, monster. All the skills you can imagine. He's not very thick. He's quite thin. Well, so you'd tall. expect that as a 19-year-old. Yeah, he'll, from France. He'll thick it up. It's Kareem, eh? Oh, no, he's more a Kevin Durant style. Okay. So an athlete, you know, nearly – well, he's over seven foot. Kevin Durant's almost seven foot. And he can dribble the ball. He can shoot the ball. He can defend. He's just an amazing athlete. He'd be on the three-point line. He gets beaten – and he'll retreat, he race back, and he's got to take two steps, and he's blocking the shot. Yeah, <laughs> he's just freaky to watch. So, who do they play? Any idea or not? Uh, I don't know that. Who they play first. I know they played Golden State today in a um, preseason game, and they beat them. He's playing for San Antonio Spurs. How do you watch the NBA on KO? Obviously, is it? Yeah. And what time of the day is it? Like uh, Monday this lunchtime morning, or morning, morning eleven or? o'clock? Okay. Yeah. Well, I have to well, get on and 11. get on and watch it. Yep. You can watch it in replay anyway, so. What's going on with James Harden? Refusing to play? Yeah, so he's trying to get traded to um, Los Angeles. Clippers? The Clippers. Yeah. Okay. But um, he signed a 30-something million dollar one-year contract at the start, oh, end of last year in hope that he'd be traded, but um, they can't find a, a, a right deal that's worth it for them to trade him away. So at the moment, they're hanging on to him because of the, you know, you lose value and all this stuff. They really need him to play, so it's worth more money. Or worth more trade. Because he's at the Sixers. Mm-hmm. God, they've had some trouble with players not playing. That's <laughs> right. So you've got him, you've got um, Ben Simmons, you've got Ky- Kyrie Irving, you know, Kevin Durant. No, he was at Brooklyn, sorry. My bad. Yeah, so they've, yeah. And if you're Joel Embiid, who's the current MVP of the league, trying to go for go up 
which I think is about fourth last year. And if they can't get Harden back and all, and all this sort of stuff, it's pretty frustrating as a player. But it's pretty much the NBA these days. But did you guys see the boxing last week? Tim Zhu beats mm. Mendoza. Um, convincingly. Convincingly, yeah. Almost almost had him out. I'd say at the start it was pretty even for a few rounds and then he eventually found his range. And Yeah, Mendoza was tough to take what Zhu gave him. Yeah. He was, he was tough. One thing I liked about Zhu, he, he seemed to hit the body so much. We don't see that in most most boxers are going for mm-hmm. the head these days. Mm-hmm. He he wears them down, body physically, and then as the hands drop, he goes off the head. He loves up. Later on, like even his previous fright, he, he just loves it when they drop the head a bit. He comes through with those uppercuts. Yeah, Mendoza was sort of swinging like he had a, I think it was a left, and every time he did that, you'd see um there was a tactic. You just go straight up, and mm-hmm. that body punch that put Mendoza down. Yeah. Oh, he gave him a few in the head too. It was fantastic. He's, he's going to be a great fighter, there's no doubt. We'll see how he goes over in America. And if it's Charlo, he called out Charlo at the end yeah, of the Yeah, dude. Big call out. Mm. Interesting to see what Charlo right does, down to there. be honest. Whether he says, well, going back to the division, it's belts. And then yeah, he's got to fight for each of those belts. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Zoo does then because. If Charlo's not in that division, potentially, and he doesn't come back to that division, he'll have a couple of fights in that division, obviously, yeah. and he'll probably go up. Yeah, there's a couple of other guys in that division. Though. You know, I think about the boxing though in Australia right now. You think about those Rose brothers. And, oh, uh, no limits. No, yeah. Georgie Rose could hardly play footy. He was a yeah, fat yeah. guy that you know played front row for Mel. Yeah, he's man, he was a great. Yeah. You got to yeah. give it to him. Yeah, it's a great job. Three of them. I mean, you see Matt Rose a bit. You don't see the other brother. Is the third one? Is it? There's a three brothers. Oh, yeah, but you don't see the third one too often. Mm. It's normally Big George that's yeah, in front and right. center yeah. with the press conferences yeah. and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there's one guy in that division, which was Danya, which you know he obviously oh, yes. fought. Yes. He fought Charlo, yeah. the draw with him, and then yeah. then got beat. But he sort of dropped off the radar a bit. I don't know whether well, he's been boxing. I don't think he is. He hasn't had that many fights. So that, bit, what's that, going on? That would be a, a good fight. You'd, mm, you could, well, you'd be able to see how good um, things really going. Yeah. So, so I haven't I really been through. And that was an awesome fight. I haven't been through that division to f- see you know, who the other ones are. There's, there's talk about Terence Crawford, but he's he's actually on the and division below. We're the world best fighter. Yeah. Pound. So Mendoza's the WBC interim champion. Mm-hmm. So he would have lost that, wouldn't it? You would well, they were so. fighting. What, that, what belt were they fighting though? He was uh, fighting for Tim's. Tim's WBO. WBO. So he doesn't, yeah. didn't have that on the line, obviously. Why not? Uh, I don't know where he was going for the other belt. Yeah, I don't know if you can put an interim belt on the line if it, if you don't know, see if Carlo has not lost it yet. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you, so presumably though, Tim Zoo's now automatic challenger. Yeah, well, if Charlo hands that, mm. gives that belt up, does Zoo pick that one up as well? I don't know whether you automatically pick it up or you got to just challenge. fake it and you got to challenge for it. For Tim Zoo picked up the WBO one mm. without actually fighting for it. Yeah, I think that was the organisation that, that did that. Made though, that didn't they made that decision. Interesting. But I suppose if they're running away scared and won't fight you, then you're entitled to get it, I guess. 
So, yeah, it's a big decision because he he doesn't want to stay stagnant too long, obviously. He said, I want to have a fight in March next year. Well, he's got to line someone up reasonably quickly. You'd think it's Christmas is only just around the corner. And there's talk that he's going to um, be the front man for uh, the NRL that's going to Las Vegas in January. That's right. They spoke about maybe having that fight on that same weekend. Yeah. Who's playing that weekend? Was it the uh, Roosters? Roosters play. Roosters play Broncos and South play Manly. Correct. Yep. In Vegas. So wow. Right, Kel. Did you have that on that bucket list? Yeah. Rugby league, oh. rugby league, and boxing in Vegas. Can we go? Well, we might have to. Might have to get a lotto ticket tonight. I think it's twenty mil. <laughs> I reckon we might blow a good chunk of that if the three of us head yeah, back. <laughs> no, we'll be throwing, we'll be thrown out. No, you can't get thrown out of Las Vegas. You cannot get thrown out. You then not have to murder someone to get thrown out of Las Vegas. Yeah, no, we need at least half that. I reckon we need ten million dollars because the other ten we'd have to give to our wives just to let us go <laughs> to keep <it> quiet. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I'll buy the lotto ticket. Here, yeah, right. here we go. So Tim got that on record with anybody? He's if he wins twenty million. As of July eight, twenty twenty three, the ring had mm, light middleweights ranked. Charlo one, Tim Zoo two, Liam Smith three, Mendoza uh yeah, Mendoza four, Fundora. Did Zoo fight him? No. Fundora four. Ericsson Lubin, then Israel Madrimov, Jesus Ramos, Tony Harrison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's beaten him. Yeah, he did that convincingly to yeah. him. Hmm. So this is a problem. If Charlo says no, nah, there's my belts. You see fights for the belts. Yeah. Then what does he do? He's got to, got to go up a division or he's got to defend them. Go down. Defend them. Well, he defend them. There's quite a few good fighters there. But right, I suppose yeah. what he'll want the big dollar fights there. Yeah, that, that's that's right. the thing. A bit like what Carlo's done. That's his, his head. He's not, he's not after belts. He's after he the resume. Yeah. He wants the names. He wants Charlo. On his resume. He yeah. said something along the lines of, oh, Charlo's a great fighter, but he ain't as good as me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if he beat Charlo, then you'd want to have a crack at Canelo. Yeah. The, the, ideally. And then maybe that James Crawford. He's young enough. That's the thing. And we spoke about last week if he's going to be is he better than his old man. I'll tell you what, if he knocks over a couple of those guys, he probably is, to be honest. And the Rose boys would be happy. It'll be He'll be riding on his coattails. Yeah. How much have they made out of him already? Well, that fight the other day was middle of the afternoon. Mm. The Not beam much. straight back into America. Mm. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, until next week, boys. Look See forward you, to gents. it. <laughs> See you guys. Thanks for listening to Three Grams in a Mic podcast. Don't forget to connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.